America. 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 Welcome to The Silence. I'm your host, Jocelyn Ramos, and today with me, our co-hosts are Iris Diaz, Elena Posey, and Michaela Cheatham. We will be making the voices of the oppressed, Silence by America, heard today. So, what will it take for you to hear us? We have confronted our own thoughts on what it means to be American. American identity is an individual trying to combine both their own existing cultural identity with that of their American one. Um, American identity to me is what you consider yourself to be defined as. It could be from your background to what you believe in. American identity for me means who you are and how you define yourself no matter what circumstances you were brought up in or your religious background or anything it just really means you being your own person it's being able to be here no matter how you look or what your background is and being able to achieve the same things as anybody else we have talked to our families and friends to gain an understanding of what it's like to be free but not too free and we have read and heard plenty of stories about what it means to have more than one identity like i'm not your asian stereotype which easily connects our family stories too and the question that this all revolves around is, what is American identity? America is built upon this idea of the American dream, which is supposed to make it where we all have an equal opportunity to achieve whatever we want to achieve. But then you turn on the news and see that there are kids in cages separated from their mothers because they are immigrants. Or you see that our president's words on an ice raid was that it was, quote, very successful. Or you see another person shot and killed for something that could have been nothing. The story that stuck out to us about a person's identity being torn instead of united is I'm Not Your Asian Stereotype by Tanzwen Shu. She explains how she had a hard time accepting both her Chinese culture and American culture and trying to combine the two together. She felt that as if she couldn't have both of them together, she had to have one or the other. And at the end of the day, she chose to side with her American culture more than her Chinese, pushing it away and ultimately pushing away her cultural identity. Jocelyn, how do you feel like Shu's story connects to your own personal life and how things went for your family? Um, I feel like my mentor story with my mom. Mm-hmm. Mr. Shu's story because since she's like, you know, she's kind of like your typical Latina, like, you know, she has brown skin. She has straight hair. Like, she looks Spanish. She looks like she's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So whenever she used to go into the doctor's office, especially, like, me and my sister, they would automatically, like, start asking somebody to translate for her or have somebody who spoke Spanish um, help her. Right. Because they thought she didn't understand English. So a lot of the time, she would have to just, you know, pretend like, oh, no, I, I don't know Spanish. Sorry them to like speak to her in English and to like even give her like English paperwork because you know she might have needed it for work or for anything and I never like really used to think about it because I used to think like oh like you know you're Spanish of course that's like now as I'm like older and people like come up to me and they just start speaking Spanish to me I'm kind of like well how do you know I speak Spanish because I like you know I was never taught since you know my mom was like oh 
we're in America. Because she didn't grow up here. She really grew up in Ecuador, which is where mm. she's from. And my dad, he grew up in Puerto Rico. So when they came to, like, the U.S., they were like, oh, you know, everyone speaks English. Um, We won't really need to need, uh, we won't really need the need, you know, to have yeah. in our vocabulary. Is there ever a time that you feel that you wish you knew Spanish? Like, do you feel like it's keeping you from your full potential of embracing your other identity? Growing up, I realized, like, that's, like, a big kind of barrier for me because, of course, I love being um, Puerto Rican and Ecuadorian. I want to, like, communicate with people through my Spanish, but it's not the best. I can understand it really well, but, as you know, it's not the best. And sometimes people will come and be like, oh, you know, you're not Latina enough because you don't understand Spanish or you don't speak Spanish, which isn't necessarily true. Yeah, because there's so many Spanish cultures other than um, just Mexican. People don't yeah, think of like, stuff like that. Yeah, there's, you know, there's like Panamanians, there's um people from Nicaragua. There's a whole bunch of like different beautiful cultures in Latin America, Central America. And I feel like people automatically like overlook that and just assume, oh, you're Mexican, you like eating tacos, um, you're an immigrant, you don't have paperwork. And I feel like, you know, that's something that needs to be broken. Mm-hmm. Not everyone comes here legally. And even if they do, that doesn't mean they're a bad person. Or just because you're darker or you have like different texture hair, that doesn't mean you're any less um, Latino or Latina. Right. So yeah, I feel like I can really connect to her when I kind of had to split up my my Hispanic Latina identity and my American one. What do you think is the difference from being Hispanic in America um, than being Hispanic like anywhere else in the world? Hmm, I feel like a lot of people, like, okay, like America in general, it has this idea of being, you know, the American dream. You come here, you can start over. And I feel like with that, that has like a really heavy weight on people, you know, who are Hispanic, who are Latina, Latino, because they just want to come here and build a better life. And, you know, when they do come here to do that, they have to speak English. And I feel like anywhere else, they would be, I guess, how do I explain it? Not more open to their own language, but I feel like speaking English and like, you know, knowing how to speak English wouldn't be as such like a big thing in other countries like here in america because everyone has that stereotype oh this is america you need to speak english where you know that's not really the case america there's like a whole bunch of immigrants and we probably speak over like a hundred languages and different dialects so i feel like that's a really big thing between like you know being um hispanic in america than being hispanic anywhere else so, you know, a stereotype can really, like, bring that kind of thing down, which sucks because it shouldn't. People should be, like, really open-minded. To Michaela, do you, do you have a story that connects to I'm Not Your Asian Stereotype? It's different, but, like, also the same because in being an African-American woman in America, there are a lot of stereotypes that are put on you. Like, if you're even just you speaking too loud, like, you looked at as being, like, ghetto or ratchet or, like, oh, my God. Look at that black woman over there being, like, loud and ghetto and ratchet. But if anybody else does it, it's looked at as, oh, they're just a little loud. But Or even, like, even as far as, like, the hairstyles that you wear. Like, if you wear braids with, like, 
even just a little color in it. Not, I want to say a little color, like, because now I feel like it's kind of more acceptable, but mm-hmm. even just, like, braids or your natural hair, it was looked at as, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Why isn't her hair straight? Why is it in, in like, a little bun and put up and kept well? When in reality, your hair can be taken have been taken care of it's just out in its natural state like just looks nice in its natural state like in a little afro or like a little twist out like that wasn't really seen as like acceptable for black women and also like even just like um even just like being in like I don't know. Just it's a lot. It's a lot, honestly. So it's um, it's hard to just think of like one example. But like I have one from even like when you go in stores and stuff, and I can't like stay in one spot too long, so I don't look suspicious, so that they don't think I'm stealing. Like that's happened to me like so many times. As soon as I walk in a store, as soon as I go in the first aisle, I'm getting like eyed at funny, or like all of that. So it's just just super annoying and aggravating and there's a lot more to it but you know yeah those are like the ones you've experienced yeah the ones i can really think of right now honestly (laughs) i can yeah i can definitely agree with that because no matter what you do you could be going in the store for one thing and you come out and they're already looking at you like what does she take you know exactly or it's not even like you can't even just go in a store and look around like a normal person. It's always, oh, wonder why she didn't buy it. Like, you're just always being eyed at. So you have to just be cautious of that to not make it look like you did any, you've done anything wrong to where, like, cops are being called. Because then that's a whole nother thing. Like, you just don't want to cause trouble when you're just being normal. And no matter what we do, it's always like blown to the thousandth degree for no reason. You could be minding your business and it's still just blown out of proportion for nothing. Yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from because I know like when you were talking about like being loud, that's associated with being ghetto and black women. Like if I'm... Like me, because, you know, I'm I'm Latina, if I'm Hispanic. If I was to be loud, it's, oh, she's spicy, she's this, she's crazy. But people like that. But then yeah. why is it different when it's a different kind of race? Why do they have to be seen? Why do they have to be seen? And when I say they, you know, women of color, why do they have to be seen as ghetto and angry and mad at the world when that's not the case at all? You know? And even with the whole stealing thing, like, when you go to, like, Walmart or you go to, like, what's it called? Rite Aid. Like when you go to like the um, what it's called like you know black black hair care section, everything is like locked up, and it's just like why is that? Cause then all the like thirty dollars shampoos they're not locked up, right? And then for people which we don't use those, yeah, exactly. like that's so prejudiced and it's such a like a bad stereotype that it shouldn't be associated with us, especially with women, cause you see it in hair care, you see it with clothing, you see it with jewelry, and it's just like why would why do we? Why do you automatically assume we yes. want to steal? We can pay for it. We're we going to try stuff on in the in the dressing room. Even they follow you. They, they try to make sure they you won't follow you. They, they have clothes. And bro, it, I remember one time 
she's counting she's double counting my items like yes. why are you looking in the pockets of the pants i'm not gonna see nothing i promise i don't understand that's what happened when i went to walmart because um you know how they check your receipt to check and see like if you, everything that you paid for is in the cart right yeah so they're looking at my receipt like five times to check and see that i didn't take anything that i didn't pay for right iris has that ever happened like to you i remember going to the store you know the store next to frank's that's like cow street um, <laughs> oh, this, for everyone who doesn't know that's basically a school um a store by our school <laughs> yeah um so i remember after school in middle school i would go into the store and then the guy would always like follow me and my friends and would just like keep looking thinking we were gonna steal something just i mean they were loud but like that didn't mean we was gonna steal anything and yeah I'll, i would just look at him back and i'll be like what are you looking at but like <laughs> but i wouldn't say it. you know i wouldn't say it but like i would yeah, just think but it's about just that like why are you looking at me I'm yeah and it gets annoying because like we're not gonna steal anything why would i want to steal a one dollar drink from the deli like Right. <laughs> okay. And it's worse when you speak another language because then they really start looking at you. Exactly. I know that's happened when I've been with Especially my mom. Especially when they can't yeah. understand. Yeah, like she'll be like, she'll tell me something like, oh, um, can you go get me a cart in Spanish? And then all oh, you see is people like stare back and look at us. And I'm just like, oh. Mm -hmm. People get real defensive when they can't understand. Yeah, like we're not talking about you. She's literally yelling at me in Spanish to go get her a cart. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Halloween, do you have any stories of how being a woman of color has affected you or like your family or anyone you know in America? So actually, when I was talking to my mentor, which was my mom, she told me the story of how when my grandmother went to medical school, they were trying to sabotage it, not giving her the right classes, not giving her the right assignments, basically because they didn't think that she should become a doctor. And... um when she she stuck through it of course but when she actually became a doctor she found out that one of her co-workers was making more money than her so she went to her boss and asked like you know why is he making more money than me and he told her straight up because you're a woman and you have a man taking care of you at home to take care of you at home so like i just feel like it really connected because of the stereotype like of women not being able to be independent that they're supposed to be housewives and stuff like this arose from all of that and especially because she's a woman of color they didn't think she that she should do it wow that's crazy i've never heard anything that. that's like it's like mind-blowing like so blunt like that like wow yeah like because like, to be an doctor, was, like such a on top of that so you know yeah, and like who we all we need more doctors like why would you want to stop somebody from being a doctor that's literally someone helping you out right how did you feel like about your grandmother after that like not knowing that about her after that i feel like all women need to just push through and do what they want to do don't care what a man tells them they can't do i feel like that she's just so strong for sticking it out because some people would have given up after that. Period. Like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no that's like so hard and then like who wants a man's money like as a woman you're allowed to make your own money mm-hmm. she, she had her money. kids and everything she could make her own money right <laughs> but i just don't understand why it's perceived that women always have to rely on a man like we can't just be strong and independent by ourselves heavy mm-hmm. on it Oh my it's not God. like American identity is supposed to connect to men. Like, only it, men can do this, you know? There's so many single mothers and strong, independent women owning businesses, owning their own franchises, everything like that. Like, women really are so undercredited in America. Huh. <laughs> get the short end of the stick every time every without fail. single time. It's unbelievable. It doesn't matter. Even white women, it doesn't matter. Exactly. We get, we, for every dollar a man gets paid, we get paid even less. It, it right. never makes sense for doing the same job, the same amount of hours. Mm-hmm. It just, it's so crazy that being a woman affects your life that much. Ridiculous. How about you, Iris? Has your mom had any struggles being a woman in America? Okay, so my mom has told me stories of how people try to take advantage of her while she was looking for a job. Um, they assumed that because she was Hispanic, um, she wouldn't understand what they were trying to do to her or what they were attempting to do to her. Um, they were like trying to like pay her less than the other people working for the company. I guess because she didn't like speak English, but um, she understood English, and you know, like I I feel like. Because she didn't speak like English, they made her. They made her seem like, like you know, less than the other people working there. And also, being a woman, it was hard for her, because you know, there's like, the payment thingy. That's it. Yeah, women tend to get taken advantage of a lot in this country. I feel like it's one of the things that's overlooked a lot. Especially, like, in the work field. Because, mm-hmm. like, why should your mom get paid less? Because she doesn't understand English. That doesn't, like... That literally does not affect her work at all. As yeah. long as she's doing good work. I feel like it shouldn't matter. So, um, Iris, like, what did she tell you about that? Like, how did she kind of, like, combat that? And she didn't like, take the job. She quit. She quit? Yeah. She was As like, I'm she was settling for less right and then she went to look for another job that paid her better that company really lucked out because i feel like your mom really would have did some good work if they really like you know knew how to handle their employment because that's ridiculous yeah she obviously knew what she was signing up for if she wanted to work for you mm-hmm. like why not give her that opportunity? But I'm glad she got that opportunity somewhere else. Yeah, well, they didn't deserve her clearly because, yeah. No, heavy on it. They did not deserve your mother. Why would you? Why? Like, just why would you not accept somebody because they don't speak your language? But they under they understand what you're saying to them. They're very much capable of doing the job that you're telling them to do. But because of your own stupid beliefs and the way that you see things you're not gonna give them that position like what right like she <laughs> understands english like it's not like she, was qualified. She, she knew like she knew how to do the job <sighs> i don't get it
In the end, as you can see, we all deeply connect to Zhu's story and how our cultural identity and even our race clashed with our American one. And then our gender just added another barrier for us as women, especially women of color, to overcome. We were either taken advantage of, held back, or even disrespected by stereotypes and other assumptions. And we will continue to be unless we speak up and overcome these boundaries together. More to come in our next episode on the silence. We hope you guys enjoyed our talk. And if you want us to discuss any other topics, DM us on Instagram at the silence underscore.